listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I know she about to ask me how she look. I tell her beautiful and how long it took. For you to put it on, it was early in the morning. She resembled a model out of a MacBook. Concentrating on the way her eyeliner thickens. I stare behind her and try to figure her vision. Her prettiness, the wittiness, the colors of her skin tone. Her complexion in a direction of outgrown. Damn girl, why so much? You about to blow your cover when you cover up. Don't you know your imperfections is a wonderful blessing from heaven is where you get it from. I love your smile. You can do it without style. From your lips all the way down to your eyebrows. eyebrows. It's the beauty in her. But what? Oh, great. And then right then it covered up the lyrics. All right. Well, yeah. you know what? That's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's the beauty in her. But with a makeup occur, I don't see it. All I see is a blur. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Ugh, the hijinks we get into with these lyrics um and yeah we're live on a wednesday that's right uh coming to you live from my house um mm-hmm. spare bedroom studio um find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport football and bullet ball extreme 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 and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions make sure you guys go out there and uh get our albums okay the best of rod and karen sunspot and other ratchetness they're everywhere that you can buy albums buying albums helps us out it helps them out why wouldn't you want to do it they're great audio plays me and karen play characters and get into some hilarious hijinks it was a lot of fun a lot of voice acting some of your faves are on there nick jews on there like come I check know. us out we've been doing a lot of shit we voice acting dog mm-hmm. it's also on uh spotify and title if you want to stream it so uh any any little bit helps um and also don't forget got a live show coming up september 20th uh in a few months um look the time's gonna get here before you know it all right um you're gonna want to book your hotel i think you get about a month out before and then all of a sudden the hotel um special rates and discounts they're not gonna be there you gotta pay regular prices right um and i'm just saying man i don't want to spoil anything but we're working behind the scenes and it's gonna be a very fun very um yes we got some professional event it's not just some bullshit mm-hmm. we got some special and stuff popping y'all for you real. really gonna want to be there help me celebrate my birthday you really gonna want to be there because you're gonna feel fucking gloomy when you see all the pictures on social media Come on. and all your faves and all the friends and all the fans and everybody came mm-hmm. through now you're gonna be listening to the replay had a good time crying. right you're gonna be like <laughs> i wish i could have gone you know we've been working hard on this it's uh you know it took us eight years to get here so we're hoping to kind of celebrate this with all you guys and uh it would make mean a lot to us if you got there um to get tickets just go to the blackout com. uh you can go to the, and it's right there in the top corner uh the blackout tips live 2018 um and yeah click on that get tickets get your hotel room and uh come enjoy a thursday night with us guys all right um let's get into it uh there's all kinds of stuff going on uh, I, I don't i don't even know where to start i guess the number one place to start i feel um has to be the story of adonai um so that dude from that um uh podcast or oh, that's the wrong person it's like you just want hot fire started to be your segment it's like you want it because you know i'm explaining you know i'm explaining you're thinking about ad nine from season one of cereal yes but you but you'd rather be on the summer jam screen <laughs> i fucked that up 
I guess you and Aubrey got that in common. Um, but I feel like that's the best way to start. Uh, yesterday I came on the show and I listened to Drake's, um, this of Pusha T, which was, uh, called Duppy, which apparently means Jamaican monster. I didn't know. Is Drake Jamaican? Is that what happened? Did I don't some, know. Did I something happened over the past. I don't pay that much attention to Drake in the way that, you know, I consume mm-hmm. Drake in a very measured portion. Like I, mm-hmm. I think I have a playlist on my title that is acceptable Drake bops. I'm I'm not a big Drake fan. People know this. I there's an infamous Where's My Forty Acres uh episode where they had me review a Drake album and you guys can hear it for yourself. I'm just not a big fan. Um so I don't know what happened, but you know, it was like he was trying to holler at Rihanna and then all of a sudden he was he was Jamaican and I oh, know I just thought he was uh Canada and um canadian bacon yeah i I mean i kind of feel like van at the end of champagne poppy is drake mexican like i don't know what's happening with dude so i just it never crossed my mind oh duppy that's some jamaican shit because i mean it's drake's from canada and he never really does or says or Mm, there's nothing that he does about jamaica you know it's like his daddy jamaican is that what's happening i know his mom's Mm -hmm. jewish his daddy jamaican does anybody know in the chat no one seems to know in the chat yeah y'all more intelligent than me i mean i know there's jamaicans in canada y'all know daddy from memphis oh okay so he just decided that's what he was doing all right well anyway um so i had no no reason to think that that's what he would be talking about um but i listen to dubby i love the attitude on it you know i love the just (laughs) uh, i guess i'm gonna address this nigga jesus christ i really (laughs) Really I prefer just, not to. I was taking a nap. Like, uh, these niggas keep blowing up my my phone. Let me just um and so I was like, you know, that thinking about how, you know, it happened with Meek Mill and stuff and uh and the beef that he's had in the past, I was like, Okay, well that's probably it. You know, like Drake's funny, he's gonna make it so you can clown. He's right. like you don't really sell all them damn drugs and you're not really a mean per like a, right. a a killer or whatever the fuck you're, you're an approachable guy i don't know why you're trying to give off this vibe because it's just not true and i thought to myself like yeah i mean drake and drake is also like the king of the memes the king of uh social media um he's very meticulate uh meticulous very calculated meticulated that would have been a good that's a good combining of both words he's very meticulated okay i just made up a word and we're gonna it's meticulous and calculating and i think that actually sounds fucking brilliant okay if i toot my own horn i'm gonna write that down okay not since disaster porn and uh vocabulations have i come up with a better word than yes that's one of my favorite ones (laughs) vocabulations meticulated is fucking that is brilliant i hate to say it for myself but i gotta go kanye on this one that's fucking genius meticulated is that not already in the dictionary that shit should exist i'm about to google that that should be a thing (laughs) meticulated good god that's so fucking appropriate dog can can webster add this this year like is that is that not a thing i know what meticulous is meticulate look how meticulate oh no that's meticulate Uh uh-uh i'm talking about meticulated Mm-mm, i like this anyway this nigga's very meticulated okay he's meticulous and he calculated and that motherfucker is very good at what he does man he just he know like if it's somebody that he probably can't beat in a battle or he can't um win the the social media war he normally doesn't say nothing 
um if it's someone that's kind of beneath his station he normally doesn't say anything uh unless the shot is like a direct shot he normally doesn't say anything like he's very good about the don't 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 come over here fucking with me i'm just over here entertaining these women and acting and doing comedy and being in movies like i'm just not you know i host snl who the fuck are you you know and i really thought push your t fucked up i was like you got kanye on the song where you got to question you know drake's authenticity while you rapping with a coon you know what i mean you talk about ghost riders and kanye on the track and he got you he's very famous for having ghost riders including you as one of his ghost riders i was like yes yeah, like i don't know what the fuck push was thinking he was playing checkers and drake was playing chess that was my thinking and then we was out eating some food i know right i know what was happening and my twitter was blowing twitter was just everywhere i was looking at my tw- at twitter i was like trying to read some comics and twitter was just buzzing i said what the fuck happened and memes was flowing i said did what the did, did something happen with drake did he get in a car crash or something like what and that was like it was like mm, drake dead oh no not drake i said oh shit what happened you know because on the low like drake fans love them some drake they do to the point where even the jokes i made after listening to uh duppy they were jokes that were not clowning drake they were clowning the other way like oh it's funny that he said this and i think this nigga's batman yo my one those tweets all went viral because they crazy two a lot of them were not very smart people so they thought it was a joke on drake and they were like i had to block a lot of people like more than more than i'm comfortable telling you like it was just like man first of all you're not gonna pick on drake because he was all like i i said he's batman now fuck that drake is like superman block you know it's just crazy people right anyway so i when i seen twitter and i seen all the people upset at first i thought oh something happened to drake and you know something like something tragic maybe right. did he get shot over this beef or something no i mean yes and no shots were fired they was shots landed Pusha t came back and i have to i honestly at this point push a t and i mean t-e-a i he spilled the push a t all over this i never in my life <laughs> he kicked the whole canister over because there's one thing that i think he could have came back with because i because i thought he was gonna come back and do the you know what they always do you saw uh you were actor you be singing all your fans is girls and honestly like that's not really a diss to drake you know you got you know, ghost riders not. meek said that shit we know he has ghost riders it just don't matter Mm-mm. he just funnier and better uh and i said you know you keep underestimating funny people you don't want to get into beef with a funny person but i forgot so blatantly that in a beef um you don't also want to fuck with a person that is fucking mean as shit and they (laughs) and because mean is funny in the beef so it's like a superpower because it's the person that will go the furthest across the line a lot of times if the, uh, the underdog quote unquote if they go over the line people are people are more forgiving and people are complete hypocrites about this shit i mean it's yes, not they are it, like including myself on certain things yes yeah leave all the fucking intersectional wokeness out of the shit because honestly that's not even a fun discussion and what are you doing you don't even go here you know what i mean it's kind of like when people start talking about remy and 
and uh Nicki minaj is like well they're talking about how many people had sex with who and i mean it shouldn't a woman be able to have sex like shut your white ass up and get the fuck out of our culture you know this like you know take your black academic ass up uh, back up to the university and uh, explain to white people why it's not okay to keep calling the cops on us at starbucks this is beef time and you know it ain't no motherfucking rules at beef time okay motherfuckers i'll get personal as shit all our favorite beef chapters had some shit where we all went oh my god i can't believe he just said he fucked this man's wife you know like <laughs> every, every beef <laughs> you know <laughs> anyone is worth the worth is waiting salt yeah yeah i fucked your bitch i'm like what how you don't just oh you know i still remember jay-z talking about putting a condom on Nas's baby seat for his baby i was like jesus christ man that's so that's so savage such a ridiculous thing to say but at the same time that's kind of how the beef go you know and this thing and the thing i didn't know because you know i'm not a huge push t fan um i didn't know he was that savage i didn't think he would be so brutal to do this um so the first thing i noticed when i got on the timeline there's this picture of drake um that is drake in blackface with a jim curl shirt on i had never seen that before i had never seen that before i don't think anyone had ever seen that okay before. i thought i was supposed you know i'm old and slow and don't be paying no attention so i was like well, i ain't never seen that picture before the word on the street is that the blackface photo is part of it was part of a, um artistic like collection for some fashion line or some shit where they were trying to make a point uh, about uh race in music and shit i think the name of the label was two black guys t-o-o black guys um and it's not like obviously out of context it looks even worse than it than it is right you know um which <laughs> i have a blackface photo and i love popping it up out of context it's my favorite uh to oh, be honest Mickey Mouse hands, yeah, uh, yeah. Un- unlike drake i own it i absolutely hope people see it like <laughs> why well, i say some coon shit that is the picture i'm putting up like i'm cooning now uh but uh yeah like i but it was in the for us it was a context we did a comedy video right and for blacking it up and that was how not to black it up but right, how not to yeah but if you never you know but if someone just took a screenshot and put it out i mean what the fuck i'm gonna say i know this nigga done painted his face oversized man them hands is big as shit too right and drake went um total radio silence so it's not even like he came out and was like no this isn't true and to be honest y'all the other reason he ain't addressed it it's the least worst of the shit that got said correct like when i seen the picture i said oh he summer jam screen okay i see what you're doing I, that's before i hit play on the song but yeah it was a clothing line called two black guys dating back to summer 2008 the theme was jim crow couture uh the Not couture <laughs> jim crow couture <laughs> uh the image also appears he part well, of the rebel flags too we're doing a whole couture uh rapper lupe fiasco has suggested that along with another photo that isn't being circulated as much it presents a powerful duality of the representation of race and its expectations on art similar photos can also be viewed at october on october october's very own black spot account um and it was drake's idea like the photographer's like i didn't make him do this this is drake idea i just captured it captured his idea you know um so yeah um 
you said you captured it but you could have denied doing it. he said hell no for sure I took it i'm proud to be a part of a strong statement by a black man about the fucked up culture he's living in now see my guess is <clears throat> the picture was about you know um you know trying to be a play on race he like hey this is almost like uh donald glover this is america with the you know with some of the imagery of the confederate clans and it the thing for the thing that is different for me though with drake drake has spent so much of his career actively being the guy who avoids speaking on race and anything political so i wouldn't be surprised that he would have buried this not because of shame quote unquote but literally because it's antithetical to what he wants to represent which is hey i'm just a rapper guy people like me come to my show white people black people we're all having a good time i doubt that it was some like i was cooning back then because no one's that stupid i i mean we'd be in all fairness no one's stupid enough to be like i'm gonna just go out in blackface for no point no point i'm not trying to make any statement you know um but because he didn't own it it gives license to people to go out there and make it up so they just take the picture and be like this your boy and then you know what all none of us seen the picture before so we was like <gasps> that's your boy so that's why i worked um that was just the beginning though i thought that was i was like well that really doesn't have to be a song that just that picture drake ain't never gonna be able to explain that um but no he went ahead and made a full ass song over the beat over the beat to the story of oj which um that's a special type of petty come on dog because you know story of oj is off of 444 and you know it's a whole song about um basically um jay-z talking about people cooning and shit and yeah so easy money it's about to be a surgical summer Chop the tops off the coops The cuatrociento ochata y ocho The spider joint And you know we gotta cut the heads off these snakes, right? Watch the body drop i would like to just mention it's the end of may he said surgical summer it sounds like that means he's implying that there's a whole season of, of of heat that he is in possession of somewhere and it, and maybe that'll keep drake from responding yeah i mean <clears throat> if i knew a nigga had a whole summer's worth of shit to say about me i probably would just let it slide like that's just my whole if i'm like what else they know I just about go me on tour and act like shit didn't exist yeah like i mean come on a day is enough three minutes is enough let's not make a whole summer out of this drug dealing aside goose right in the side let's have a heart to heart about your pride even now i knew this was gonna be some other shit when he said that because those are the two major contingents of shit to talk right you talking shit about me not being a real drug dealer okay i'm talking shit about you not writing your own songs which is how this all started um he said let's put that aside i was like so he not even gonna talk about it yeah the fuck else he got to talk about i that's that was when i started to get a little bit uh a little bit suspicious of what what pushes motives could be 
tie. I see that your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when baby divides the pie. Wait, let's ex- nice. He said, look into your eyes. I can see that your soul not really alive. And it's in the picture. Like the art for this is the picture of him in the blackface. So it is like maybe that's the con- the message he was kind of convey in that picture but it's feeding into the imagery on the song and i'm like damn his eyes do look dead than a motherfucker in this blackface push it right <laughs> and he talks about baby uh getting the money because he's also uh baby and little baby owns the label that little wayne assigned to and then little wayne signed drake okay so pushers said that shit in the past about them like you signed to a nigga that signed to two other that signed to another nigga that signed to three other niggas sound like bad luck so he you know this is not this is this is also a kind of a a thing that a shot that drake has had to endure a few times music for the past few years been angry and full of lies i started at the home front i'm on one dennis graham stay off the gram bitch i'm on one you mentioned wedding ring like it's a he said tell his tell his gram to stay off of is basically instagram because i'm bitch i'm on one and i'm like uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> what is, what's he about to do he don't want Aubrey grandma to see this Mm-mm-mm. walked away at five oh and i've i didn't even know what this line was about I'm bitch i'm on one. i didn't even know what this line was about yesterday when we talked about it but remember when drake said i let the I, something like i put the ring on you virginia williams that is Pusha t's fiance oh i didn't so, know that i didn't know who that was me neither i was like is that a song is that some local shit is that like a someone that i don't know uh but i guess you know that's a shot at uh i guess he's trying to take a shot kind of like he did at meek mill like how um you know is that a world tour that's a girl tour i think he's trying to say like your girl wiped you that's the, that's how weak of a man you are i think but he probably that was a fatal mistake because then uh, apparently that gave license for Pusha T to get very personal and uh, for fans not to care because a lot of fans are like he should brought up that man's fiance so whatever the fuck you get back that's what you get back should have left out of it what they got to do with anything you mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing your father walked away at five hell of a dad thing marriage is something that Sandy never had Drake how you a winner but she keep coming in last place so he basically said your dad left your ass at five uh and he didn't marry your mama your mom been alone her whole life and uh <laughs> how yo he said he called them by their first names oh he said how you a winner but sandy keep coming in last place <laughs> just mean he's such a mean man he dennis you parade him a steep- oh <laughs> hold on hold on i got confused always felt you weren't hold on Oh my god. Parade him. A Steve Harvey suit nigga made him. Confused, always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow it cause your fro wouldn't nap enough. He so one, he called his dad a Steve Harvey suit wearing nigga. Um <laughs> which is hilarious. Um two, he's like, you know, you grew up thinking you weren't black enough. Um always worried cause your fro wouldn't nap enough. So he basically was like, you hit on that all the biracial shit all the issues that you know biracial people experience bringing that pain back just whoo just what a mean mean man 
Now see that line we said, oh you want since you want to name drop my fiance, let them know who you chose as your Beyonce. That's when I was like, okay, I know what this is. Pusha T is part of Black Twitter CSI. Everybody got them. Everybody, everybody lit up after that first one. It was like, oh, what? Because Drake ain't got no, um, no fiance or no Beyonce or no girlfriend or nothing. I mean, he's a notorious ladies man. So who the fuck could Pusha be talking about? You know, like we know it's not Rihanna or some shit. Like I mm-hmm. thought he was just gonna be like, that's why Rihanna won't fuck you or something like that. Right. This nigga apparently on some whole other shit. I don't know if he had some some PRs. I don't, I don't know. But as soon as it, this line hit, I was like, Erk, face, my face was like, um, the interview, that. um, that, 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 that gif from the interview, uh, um, what's my man that was, uh, why am I drawing blank? Um, Seth Rogen's best friend. What the fuck is that dude's name? He, um, almost won an Oscar. You guys know his name. Uh, anyway, my face looked like his, what he was looking like. I Say know what? you talking about right. <laughs> right. Like, how did he, he was just in trouble for um that is james franco yeah i was gonna say just in trouble putting his dick on people during shit anyway that my face like james franco when that motherfucker in that that one giveaway he's like what All i right. can't believe this shit beyonce fiance knows better as your baby mother so let me rewind a little bit i'm sorry all right all right go ahead push do your thing Oh, okay, I don't wanna cooperate. Who you chose is your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. Her baby's involved, it's deeper than rap. We talking character, let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. Ooh! <laughs> oh, and the ad lives right there, I wouldn't really set it off. Cause he, it's like he, it's like he had his own, uh, his hype own man. black church section. He was his own hype man. He had his own section of the black. It's like he turned it was into like a, I felt that myself. Woo! He turned to a black grandmama listening to y'all at the space table for a second. He said, "Oh, oh, don't bring up the boy. No, he don't take care of his baby. Oh Lord. Oh, he about to have a fight up in the Not hill. drink. I thought he a good Jewish boy. I can't right? believe you would not take care of. Your, and he said, playing deadbeat motherfucker playing border patrol." oh won't let his kid come and then the way his changes pronunciation you are hiding a child <laughs> oh god you are hiding oh my god Oh, let me restart. rap. We talking character. Let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing border patrol. Ooh. Adonis is your son, and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. That's real. So, um. He said the baby's name. He said the baby's name is Adonis. Um, but he also said he deserves more than Adidas press run. 
so apparently um the rumor is and i heard this from uh jenkins and jones my man lejeffro jenkins um he said that um drake was supposed to like come out with a adidas line or shoe or something called adonis this season mm. this year or soon and that was gonna be his unveiling of like i have a son and you know like kind of to the world but i guess he didn't come out fast enough or he should have waited to this waited to diss this nigga before uh <laughs> before this but uh pusha t also put pictures of the other girls like the woman's instagram and pictures of her being pregnant and all the pictures y'all she alone oh i know and it's like and then she has like one tweet on twitter and it's like drake is a deadbeat dad and she never deleted Holy it shit. i know like this nigga got really like cs black twitter csi push a t edition did their job listen push a tea edition come on I'm 99% sure Lipstick Alley Gross wrote this whole uh, song. Come on! 99% sure. Like, either that or Pusha T got an account on Lipstick Alley because he knew everything about Drake. He got the alert. He's like, you know what? I already know who your baby mama is. Okay, she has posted about your ass several times. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, goddamn Aubrey. Raise your damn child, okay? Do y'all know about the Adidas press run? It's not going to be enough and then he said oh and the thing i like too because like somebody tried to twist it into like uh he is shaming him for having sex with a porn star and that is sex shaming da 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 number one even if he was it's a beef and what do you expect the nigga to be nice about it but then too he really didn't no he didn't he really was saying you're ashamed of her right and you're and it's and you don't need like you're because of this is the mother of your child and because of all the way you portray yourself you don't want to be attached to the idea of i had a, a child with somebody that used to be a porn star so you try to clean up her instagram and her image but like nigga this is real it's it's, it's, it's masterful it's chess <sighs> love that baby respect that girl forget she's a porn star let her be your world yeah dang <laughs> oh man but he's right though be a father to your child and respect your baby mama come on now right like it only it only it's only funny because you made it funny by not doing it in the first place yay in my verses i'm selfish i want all of the curses i'm pre-booking the church oh so that part he was basically saying don't next time when you diss me last time you dissed kanye and me don't diss kanye this is this is brilliant this is brilliant on his part because kanye is much more dissable than pusha t right he's been cooning you got the shit with ron fest you got you know you got that that kardashian family and he don't write his own rhymes so you know drake dissing kanye which was sad you know probably a third of what the shit he said about uh in the last in duppy that does kind of dilute the whole thing because like well damn this nigga kind of dissing kanye and then he's also going in on pusher so pusher in a brilliant move said leave kanye out of it he said i'm selfish i want all of the, i want all of my curses like don't like don't don't come back with no kind this kanye this kanye that fuck him 
now it's about me and you what you got to say about just me and once again kind of the remy ma Nicki minaj parallel drake there's no way drake knows as much about Pusha t that's embarrassing as we know about drake's life it's impossible drake more famous we know way more shit about drake there's way more ammo you know and he might need to do a Nicki minaj and not respond if he can't come back with some surefire heat like he just need to keep putting like two bars in every song like Nicki does and be like i'm rich and other bitches be fake and don't love hip-hop but i ain't gonna say no names anyway moving on you know might be the smart move check yeah in my verses i'm selfish i want all of the curses i'm pre-booking the churches me versus three hearses if we all go to hell it'll be worth it already aligned with the greats and on that same note the only ones i chase are two ghosts still giving you classics that's the only thing that dates me over your 40 hunched over like he 80 now oh. 40 is uh drake's best friend drake's best friend has multiple sclerosis okay okay so remember early when i was talking about how people be going too far and <clears throat> i've seen people lose people in the beef when they go too far but normally when the quote-unquote underdog goes too far it's actually okay you know like ether it was okay super ugly it was not okay um so <laughs> it's just that's just a a warning it's about to get worse okay he brought up this man being 40 but he look like he 80 uh you can guess what comes next okay how much time he got that man is six hold on hold on hold on we gotta rewind i hate how this thing skips forward when you pause it still giving you classics that's the only thing that dates me over your 40 hunched over like he 80 tick 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 how much time he got that man is six 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 i got the devil flow nigga six, six. nigga you are the fucking devil he's saying this nigga gonna die to ms quick he like all oh, your friend is dying like all drake said was you probably don't sell as much drugs as you say you did and uh you're getting engaged and you're a nice person that's what drake's diss was like calm down theodore you're a nice dude there's no need for all the rough stuff and he was like word Pusha t came back and said you gonna push me he said you 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 got a secret love child with a porn star that you won't claim your deadbeat dad just like your dad dad was a deadbeat dad your mama can't find no man and you won't even marry this the, the mother of your child you out here doing all this bullshit your best friend is dying of ms and there's nothing you can do about it what the fuck i, I, I don't know i don't know i, I mean uh, what else he said it's the summer surgical summer what else he know just leave i would leave it at this like you know what push i was tripping bro i don't even know what made me think about you made some very good points i should probably uh write more of my own stuff and stay in my lane i would send him some canadian ham and maple syrup right you know what man here's some maple leaf tickets come on if you ever want to see the raptors in town it's on me me. uh i i apologize you know i i don't know what i was thinking i got carried away jesus christ surgical summer with it snip, snip, snip. and you don't really want it with them surgical summer volume one 
we gonna take this slow. We just gonna peel it back layer by layer. Yeah. What else could he know? This is too many layers for me to handle right away. He's like, wait till I get into some more shit. What, what else do you know? <laughs> Ain't no telling what they got in uh, black Twitter CSI or chats. Right. Who knows what he got? He probably in the message. Like, you know, he had a message boards of Lipstick Alley. I feel like he is in the private messages of, like, it's a small group of Lipstick Alley people just feeding and pushing, like, well, you know, um, that ain't his only secret baby but i ain't gonna say nothing else you ain't hear from me Mm, i ain't gonna say it from us but the 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 other baby name is jeffrey and he live in nebraska all right then happy bars good luck happy bars like is he paying money did he put price on this nigga how you finding this shit out oh my god oh my god that's oh gonna take daytona motherfucking year and you talking about you upset <laughs> well I want to see what it's like when you get angry okay you show me that push oh my god uncalled for I'm offended okay <laughs> I'm offended on behalf of Can- with all the bullets I'm offended on behalf of Canada I'm offended on behalf of child actors. I'm offended on behalf of biracial people. Like the 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 like the National Organization for MS put out a Twitter like statement about this shit. Like, come on, push the T, what you doing? Like that that's how bad it was. And honestly, nobody cared it is over the line. You just gotta eat these. I hope you got something good to say, bro, cause this the best counterpunch i've ever seen a drake ever like this shit and people listening too so you can't even do the like nobody cares like that shit had like two three million views within an hour Woo. Mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know I, and the thing is it's like with um drake uh it's like what jay-z said a long time ago if i shoot you i'm brainless if you shoot me you famous what's a nigga to do right uh i think he said it the other way but you get my but point I, I, yeah i'm with you the point being like more people were introduced to push a t and his antics via drake than vice versa yeah because uh, y'all know me i'm old and i was like a pusher who 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 is the pushing yeah i don't i i push a t might be psychic i don't know how you find that one tweet there's gotta be a million tweets about drake ain't being shit he found the woman the tweets or pictures did she tell him no that's that black twitter csi that's that lipstick alley knowledge he he got oh my jesus y'all think we joking he told this he told drake go home and be a family man okay go raise your kid oh my god i know adonis is up in school today like i told y'all niggas i told y'all right. that's my daddy right and people you people was like nigga you bullshit mm-hmm. that's my daddy y'all Mm-mm. why you think i do that hand thing when i be talking that's just like my daddy's genetic can't help it uh, like, why you ain't never been to canada then right oh just leave him alone man i don't want to know how much worse it could get for you 
roseanne was like damn they had to go on drake like that that's crazy ah! <laughs> i thought i fucked up if i'm drake the only way to get out of this in my opinion you gotta plant drugs on push t as if you have to and then call the cops the same way he did on meek mill for popping that willy yeah. see that's like yeah. that's how you think Mm-mm. get this nigga in prison Mm-mm. then he can't attack you from behind the bars what can not me i'll be sitting to a date and acting like the shit didn't exist well you do that anyway I i'm just sure saying will. now that you already done it got into it i think he gotta go ahead and do what he did to me and frame him for a crime he didn't commit it was so bad and like it's already affecting other stuff what happened like i watched queen sugar last night mm-hmm. ralph angel is raising drake baby <laughs> that's that was the big <laughs> twist <laughs> at the end they said that is drake baby i said god damn i knew it (laughs) how did ava write that storyline so fucking fast (laughs) god damn she good boy she is good as hell (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. anyway let's go ahead and get to other things that are happening uh speaking of which uh ambium uh is a a ambient the uh medicine is apparently a um uh, has a side effect of racism those roseanne barr apologized for her racist remarks against former obama a valerie jarrett and she blamed it on a sleeping pill ambien uh ambien why don't you want to say it? I, I know the uh the manufacturers of that medicine looked at her and said the devil is a lie no we don't guys i did something unforgivable so do not defend me that's right they were they were defending her of course she deleted the tweet by now it was two in the morning and i was ambience tweeting it was memorial day too i went too far and do not want it defended it was egregious indefensible first of all karen brought up a great point we were having dinner last night how many times do you think people asked her to apologize before they fired her they didn't make that decision it's too much they losing too too, losing too much money yeah and you know networks don't work that like they gonna go to you first and be like will you apologize and you already know she won't yeah she said no they're like you sure she said hell no that was like mm-hmm. all right we'll cancel this show then bitch kiss my ass i guarantee you she had an opportunity to take this back several times before everybody lost everything of course and she said fuck y'all and then went on twitter and did deleted it but it was like i'm sorry i shouldn't have done it yeah one of the highest rated shows in years fiscally it makes no sense for them to do it here's my thing there's got to be at least hundreds if not that hundreds of thousands of people that use ambient uh in america how come i mean is that what's making economic anxiety go up is that the real cause of all the racism and the resurgence of white supremacy is ambient an opioid is opioids is that what y'all taking that's what making y'all racist maybe we figured it out we get rid of ambient and the motherfucking white people will come back to their senses maybe that's what it was no no maybe they had a lot of ambient during slavery times too nope it didn't Civil exist then. No. Colored, colored people got aspirin. White people got whites on the ambient. Nope, it don't work like that. All right, well, she continued. I think Joe Rogan is right about ambient not giving excuses for what I did, but I've done some weird stuff while on ambient. Cracked eggs on the wall at 2 a.m., etc. But while ambient has many side effects, including allergic reaction, itching, high swelling, anxiety, depression, and nervousness, spewing racist remarks was not one of them. Sanafi. The company that manufactures Ambien came out to confirm this. Right, because they don't want no motherfucking lawsuits. People of all races, religions, and nationalities work at Sanofi every day to improve the lives of people around the world. 
while all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects racism is not a known side effect of any sanofi medication read the company's tweet racism ain't a side effect of no medication that shit is in you yep uh tom arnold was having a day he was like so uh remember how abc banned me from being able to work there because of roseanne back in the day because i was the first one to put y'all on her racism and conspiracy theories and uh she bad she didn't want me to work in there can i get a can i work there again is that okay um yeah it fell out so bad that bob Iger, who is um the head of abc um called to apologize to valerie jared mm-hmm. of course donald trump took offense to that he said well my apology because y'all say mean things about me too i said me too mm-hmm Mm-hmm. uh the cast and crew was coming out being like we're shocked by this and uh nobody's shocked mm-hmm. you know we're very you know i was taken aback with none no. of we all found out we were fired through the media yeah we didn't think that she would be stupid enough to risk our jobs this wasn't like her other tweets that fell under the umbrella of her politics mm-hmm. and conspiracy theories right and truthfully this would have slid up underneath the water too but she refused to uh quit her bullshit it was like oh word you, you got to go mm-hmm. um uh so yeah that the white house of course got involved because why wouldn't um why wouldn't he because he ain't got nothing else to do and for all of her roseanne bar talking about she's sorry shit she responded to sarah gilbert's very tacit scolding very like you know very lukewarm hey she doesn't represent us i'm disappointing her actions to say the least she responded to that with incredulousness like wow for real wow like i can't believe this shit mm-hmm. like you she said she accused uh michael fishman of throwing her under the bus uh because he put out a statement basically being like yeah so what she said was some trash and i don't fuck with her right and she she replied to him i created the platform for that inclusivity and you know it's you know it me you throw me under the bus nice she said you threw me under the bus because he said listen i'm dj and uh i thought abc was an inclusive place and da 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 but i can't fuck with roseanne yeah and i want other jobs mm-hmm. and the thing is honestly i don't feel sorry for none of them no no me either you all knew you all knew you know um so she and she's on twitter i feel bad for the potus he goes through this every single day Wow, people calling Sarah Gilbert ungrateful and shit. There's this cult of craziness that's on social media with the conservatives and all that stuff, man. Like, this is, it's, it's their own reality. They just make the shit up and that's what it is. They don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. As far as they're concerned, there should be no consequence for calling Valerie Jarrett, uh, comparing to an ape and calling her Muslim and shit and all this other stuff right. in a negative way. Correct. You know, um, ridiculous. Herman Cain said ABC liberals are looking for a reason to cancel a top-rated Roseanne show. Herman Cain. 
maker of such comments as libya uh, now see that's the huh let me get a sip of this water where is that it again ah libya using in the sentence can you spell libya for me oh <laughs> uh, so yeah that was just funny um let's see what else is happening uh, I feel like we took up a lot of time with that push T thing. Uh, oh, and I also the ABC executives when they were pitching to advertisers, they opened up the meeting by talking about her tweets. This was two weeks ago, so this wasn't like some long. T- they knew she had a problematic record. For the record, I have absolutely nothing to do with Rose's Twitter account. Joked ABC Television Group Chairman Ben Sherwood. Take a look at her most recent tweet. It was all her. He said right and guarantee you some sponsors was like questioning it going hey we're with you this show we with blackish like we sponsor multiple shows here you can't we we would not support this i need push your teeth to diss roseanne okay he know where all the bodies are buried he can get into all he, her n- he knows something tell us all her business pusher okay you are now the new head chairman of uh, opposition research come on now where was all this in 2016 when hillary was running because you did campaign for hillary i needed you to come out well you the one that found the, the p the memos come on <laughs> maybe push t was the one who figured it out he's like you know uh you know he'd be piss- pissing on these women i needed him to come out with a song that's what i needed him to do he should have been coming out in 2016 like uh <laughs> over a story of ojb talking come about on. uh <laughs> you are peeing on prostitutes like <laughs> <laughs> the same way he said you are hiding a child <laughs> yes yes he'd be like your wife don't love you she's fucking the poor boy <laughs> yes you are peeing on people on beds okay i needed him to come out and say it okay right. he could have saved us so much trouble use your powers for good and not just evil pettiness man yeah i can see him saying some shit like that yes Mm-hmm. because see everybody was afraid to say trump had narcissism syndromes and dementia and you can't talk about mental health and mental illness when you talk about him because that's throwing mentally ill people under the bus and all that stuff and i'm not saying you're wrong i'm saying you're absolutely right but push a t wouldn't have cared Mm-mm. so we would have needed to, <laughs> we need somebody to do the evil that nobody else wanted to do <laughs> this thing is a goddamn devil we needed somebody he does the job and nobody else would We're do the team's a goddamn devil i can't believe this dude like, man. oh i got this oh my god that nigga is so evil it's talking about ms man Whew. good grief shame on you shame um uh nick offerman was talking about the cast and crew uh the poor cast and crew that had to work with a horrible racist mm-mm come on nick offerman they signed up for that come on now you cannot you cannot act like these people are just this is not like somebody at a nine to five that has right. a job and six months in you figure out uh-oh i work across the cubicle from a person that loves trump this isn't that it's like if the name on the title of the building was that one crazy co-worker that's racist at your job it's like that you know if you're fortunate it's just one but you know what i mean like this it's like if motherfucking johnny um i don't know johnny radio shack was also 
<laughs> you know a, a fucking racist piece of shit and his name was on the door and you signed up to go work there like this isn't and this is a, a freelance business and a lot of these actors have names so this wasn't a oh, i'll just lucky to get a gig like no you took this gig you thought y'all were gonna make that show y'all used to make and just ignore that she's crazy as fuck mm-hmm. you thought you were gonna do that but you can't build a fucking castle on sand anyway um but yeah he he was trying to say that it's a shame that the cast had to work with the racist i was like mm-hmm. nigga if you don't stop no. just they stop knew, they knew this yeah it's okay they they picked this um so there was some news going around that there was 1500 kids missing from the department of health and human services that were immigrant uh children that got you know i was hearing that well i'm I'm, um i don't think we got to talk about it on this show Mm -hmm. at least not in any detail um well well actually no it's not um that's not what happened oh okay right and that's kind of sad because the news story of it was 1500 missing children has been issued in a lot more a, a lot bigger because the headline that really grabs you right a lot of people have taken in a run with it as a gospel truth and that's not it's not that diff uh, that uh simple okay so apparently what happens is these children get here the uh department of health and human services is responsible for placing these kids um it's called a, i think it's called the office of refugee resettlement and the uh health and human services department uh they are the health and human services department that oversees a documented unaccompanied alien quote-unquote or minor children okay um and what they do is they place them typically with loved ones okay if they can find them right and so most of the kids go to to loved ones and stuff of this nature like someone that their family or related to um and then what they do is they make um suppose they normally try to make these follow-up calls 30 days in to make sure the kids are doing okay and that the kid is actually placed where they're supposed to be they're just calls they don't come to the house they don't check on the people um well there's 1500 kids that they either they haven't called didn't receive an answer for or whatever right okay here's the thing in this newest iteration of immigration policy with this government there's a lot of incentive to not pick up the fucking phone come on they'll come and they'll come and get you and your whole family and take y'all out that's why they're not responding that makes sense so there's no true measure to know if if this is about um i pick up the phone you come get the kid and everybody else in here too right so there's no true measure to know if this is about inefficiency corruption blah blah blah. it literally could just be like we're not picking up the fucking phone for the government uh because you know the things they're doing with ice now and shit they're trying to catch people like it's some despicable shit right showing up at school jobs right showing tra- up taking at people hospitals. taking people that actually have their documents and everything that are in the country legally shipping them out of the country anyway breaking up families right like the way that they're attacking people now i can understand how people be like i'm not going to take this call like i don't want no i don't want you monitoring me right and 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 the thing is uh what people history repeats itself and if 
people are smart and paying attention this is the same tactic they did for slavery y'all people pay attention you break up families you divide you split you destroy that's what you do right and my thing is that for these allies and these people that are we about everything they need to be out here too marching because it's the same thing they did to black families Mm -hmm. so i don't know i would just i would caution people because you know a lot of people have been spreading that story around without very much uh details but within that 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 right there makes sense because like you say now it's the wild wild rest and fuck your rules <coughs> and we're just coming to get you if you don't look right or you don't sound right or you start speaking another language that we don't understand bitch you got to go but i'm a citizen we don't care you still got to go mm-hmm. a televangelist wants his followers to pay for a 54 million dollar private jet and it's his fourth plane mm-hmm why not i mean y'all got three right so why wouldn't god want him to have a fourth so you try to tell me god can't possibly be wanting this man to have a fourth plane Karen? how you know what god wants this man to have hmm exactly i don't but i'm not paying for it he told his followers the that he would the redeemer would probably take a pass on riding on the back of a donkey he'd be on a airplane preaching the gospel all over the world and that's why i need a new plane because jesus will need one uh he thinks the light of the world would exactly settle for 30 inches of leg room or get patted down on tsa why would he choose anything less than a falcon 7x a private jet that nears a sound barrier but also has a noise limiting acoustic technology a bluetooth enabled entertainment center and an optional in-flight shower Duplantis says he needs about 54 million to help him efficiently spread the gospel to as many people as possible. He has asked the Lord and hundreds of thousands of helpfully deep pocketed followers across the world for just such a plane. He'll probably get it too. I am more convinced every single day that the vast majority, not even vast majority, 100% all of them, all mega church pastors, are atheists that just could not pass up a payday i mean it's so easy it's the easiest money you'll ever make memorize the bible tell people it's about giving you money some people will do it some people will i I mean listen if i didn't have more integrity my black ass might be doing it i don't know look how easy it is it don't even matter what you do you can fuck people you can say i hate gay people and be gay look at eddie long you know like you can do a bunch of shit and people just be like uh, i mean here why would we got to come around a man of god we have people that listen to this show trying to defend joel osteen closing his church doors in the middle of a fucking hurricane we have people writing in the people maybe it was this nigga what i i who would possibly defend that yeah i saw black people even black people defending this white man over here be hoarding his money and talk, and looking out the window of his limo like ooh it's too wet out there i ain't going ooh turn the heat up oh the pores are getting too close drive off jeeves like it's uh, I, they're all just atheists that that are taking people's money they have no powers they don't form, perform no miracles 
and they live in these big ass houses and fancy cars and big jets and shit like it's tempting as fuck man if i had a little less morality man i get me some fucking steve harvey suits and be out here getting taking all y'all fools to town your lemon lime yellow mm-hmm. oh you know jesus wouldn't want me to to have to walk around without some nice shoes on mm-hmm. these is just stacy adams you can get these anyway you think god would walk in well jesus actually walked in sandals i think jesus would be walking in some new kanye's right now i need the yeezys come on down to my church and give me some money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sister i'm gonna need to fill them titties too i mm-hmm. i think jesus would mm-hmm. want me filling my congregants titties the me too movement don't exist up in here it's mm-hmm. jesus too okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to lay the holy spirit on them nipples ma'am i'm sorry okay. this is what the lord is telling me to do if you sue me you're a bad christian knock you the hell out <laughs> that's what he that's what they do okay you it, know, it, it is right with abuse now yeah you wouldn't i mean I, you say you'll knock me out but how you gonna knock me out when you ride on the finest of leathers hmm? you gonna give up the jets to make a point about my philandering ways mm, i don't think so ah! the first lady you gonna go back to working a job i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> you just got to stay in the other mansion if you fed up with me not the other mansion that's how it happens okay all these niggas are dirty as fuck stop giving them y'all money and stop watching their tv shows jesus i hope i hope y'all not i hope it's not y'all i hope i hope it's not the people that fuck with us don't do it this evil four jets for what yeah you know my other jet got a scratch on it i'm gonna have to put it in the shop <laughs> get a paint job <laughs> one got a flat tire yeah the wing was the transmission needed to get fixed in one the other day i was looking at the wing i'm like it need to be waxed you know what i'm saying i'm gonna take it in to get waxed but in the meantime i'm gonna get the windows tinted i have to hop in my other other jet okay so i can go deliver the word <laughs> where you be delivering the word uh turks and caicos uh cancun uh, i really want to get over to hawaii after the lava's over okay they gonna need a lot of healing and i'm gonna need a lot of my ties okay so we're gonna get uh, i heard they be luauing you know what i'm saying i'm gonna have to hit the luau uh lay some hands on some swine you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. then lay some hands on the people too mm-hmm. yeah i guarantee they be them just like laughing at people and then i said <laughs> i need a fork jet oh shit nigga all right i gotta go man i'm almost I, I gotta skype with some some people it's a thousand dollars a minute hold on thousand dollars a minute hello my child it's me do that be cash uh paypal uh <laughs> apple pay samsung pay <sighs> like i this is why i can't even really get mad at all the people hit my cash app whenever they go on a twitter thread because like mm-hmm. honestly what's the difference hit my hit the cash out that's some fast as pastors yeah, doing vimeo. that now yeah they do vimeo too pastors finish the sermon hit the cash app okay paypal.me edit long hit me up let me know what y'all on creflo dollar dot paypal.me <laughs> so stupid anyway speaking of christians um wait what happened in this article i just had it did i accidentally skip off of it mm. oh you guys lucked out there was another article that christians is mad about some bullshit no oh here it is christians are having meltdowns over this satanic ice cream shop 
canadian ice cream company sweet jesus ice cream currently is expanding into the united states but it's in the midst of some serious controversy the toronto-based chain is facing calls to boycott from the christian communities over its name and imagery it's contending that with a citizengo.org petition uh claiming it serves up blasphemy a petition which has accumulated over eleven thousand signatures at the time of this writing i mean what is you serving me jesus butt nigga that a lollipop ice cream cone what's happening here i I mean i'm looking at pictures i can put it on but i don't know it doesn't seem to be anything offensive about the pictures of the ice cream i mean shit they probably will love some ice cream back in that hot ass desert in the bible come on you know like what we gonna have for dinner today loaves and fishes oh nigga you ain't got nothing but dessert you got no ice cream oh that's pretty uh choosing the name of our lord from a brand of soft serve ice cream is totally offensive and revolting read the petition however this is enough anything but a mere mistake the message is clear sweet jesus is all about trashing christianity and mocking the saving work of our lord jesus christ mm, did somebody say the holy ghost was delicious mm. what some might call a dramatic take on the sweets purveyor uh other the de- other deem as religious discrimination what the man responsible fan o'sullivan the man i oh ian o'sullivan the man responsible for starting the petition wrote that certain flavors of the ice cream referencing the red rapture and sweet baby jesus are anti-christ and anti-christian as are the upside down crosses and metal fonts uh in the band in the brand's logo they have hella nutella <laughs> red rapture uh though the backlash is fresh sweet jesus has been quick to post a disclaimer on their website response to petitions i know it was created from the popular phrase that people use the expression of enjoyment uh surprise or disbelief our aim is not to offer commentary on anyone's religious or belief system our own organization is made up of amazing people that represent a wide range of cultural and religious beliefs we're conscious of the fact that to some our name has been off-putting that fact is something we struggle with because we sincerely do not wish to give offense or show disrespect to any in any way towards anyone's personal beliefs after a lot of thought we've decided that we will not make a change in our experience the majority of people understand we're not trying to make a statement about religion and it's not where's the upside down cross i'm looking at it's not one sweet jesus chefs with heart there's no unless there's another logo that they not showing yeah i don't know i don't know it seems like christians just getting bent out of shape over nothing is this ice cream uh the creators of the petition beg to differ this is anything but a mere mistake nothing in their promotional materials or menu selection it is plain to see i mean both in their promotional materials and menu selection it's plain to see that richard and amid today uh have every intention of mocking christ and christianity if anything could qualify as hate speech this is it if anything could qualify not roseanne but this right we're calling on not just christians but anyone who is against religious discrimination (laughs) this is a discount for religious discrimination dog apparently so from the same christians that don't want gay people to get fucking wedding cakes but but this is it this is the line this is the last straw this the line dog okay um anyway i just thought it was funny 
getting all salty over that ice cream mm, that's just delicious mm-hmm. and i mean it's obviously a funny restaurant the means said pimped out saucer come on and i'm black you don't see me get mad at them using pimped although i'm sure many of the wokes would be upset if they learned this oh the agendas and the outrage flopping that would happen when they found out that god forbid they culturally appropriated some black stuff in their menu do they got the ice creams of many colors uh what you mean like the coat of many colors i mean do, do they do they do they do stuff like that when they when they joke with the bibles oh i <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh <laughs> uh all right let's see what else we I got that should be flames they probably got all the apostles mm-hmm. like if you really want to be creative about it mm-hmm. they didn't even take it that far it's like a couple of right right that's what i was i was just look- a couple of things i was looking for some paul some peter yeah rainbow sherbet revelations or whatever the fuck like it's not even that big a deal it's it's not like they went totally like you know if i owned the shop i probably would have named it some offensive shit for real like i've been like god is not fake green lime sherbet uh, you went into being creative god is not real uh green light <laughs> yes i'd have, I'd have had some out to my manna yeah i had some manna ice cream <laughs> yeah uh creflo dollop of vanilla um ice cream yep call it costs the most on the menu but it's just yeah, I'd have, the same as yeah the i'd have had a flavor called the him the him and his garment mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd, that's the flavors I'd have named. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they had that. Is it salt caramel? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, lot salt caramel wife, you know? Duh! That's a good one! Get in there, you know? I'm just saying. They, they didn't even take it that far. People got mad. It's like, what can you get away with these days? Uh, alright. Speaking of getting away with stuff, let's play some, uh, play some games, guys. I don't think we really talked about anything to piss black people off, so let's do it now. just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay let's see who's fucking with me now fucking with me now um so apparently south carolina wants to get in on the action you guys know how they do okay Mm, then north carolina I always be racing for the bottom mm-hmm. uh aspiring south carolina politician says that he will or will not karen i'll let you pick apologize for a blackface photo that he took will not oh karen's going with not survey says ding, you are correct he will not apologize for uh why, why would blackface he, photo why would his president say he don't got to uh the blackface photo don't even look that good what is this shit they didn't ever even look black wasn't even original right Mm-mm. this isn't like jimmy kimmer as carl malone okay carlos messi is kanye west and he didn't go full where you red lips at dog mm-hmm. drake's was better than yours drake did it better it, he nah he did <laughs> 
and he even got the jamaican outfit on drake even did the jamaican cultural appropriation better duppy and aspiring oh, Lord. <laughs> an aspiring south carolina politician tiptoed around an apology after a photo of him spotting sporting blackface during a college party started circulating on social media this week the image in question sees brant tomlinson uh republican running for kershaw county uh council district five seat <coughs> so i wearing the offending makeup and a black under armor shirt decorated with the colors of the jamaican flag it was snapped 10 years ago during a halloween party at the university of south carolina he and his friends dressed up as members of the jamaican bobsled team funny none of them were in blackface none of them but you anyway they finished second in their contest to the mighty ducks because white people found nothing offensive about voting for them for second place with this nigga in blackface do you get extra points for coming in blackface you may have oh we got a nice effort that's how they got second place yeah uh he says um they did not he did not return a request for comment but he told the state he originally decided against removing the image from his page ahead of his bid for office i think that's one thing wrong politics they try to hide everything they do i never in a million years really thought that would get a negative connotation on it never in a million years did you think that blackface would have a negative connotation the camden (laughs) because it hasn't because all you've been surrounded by is white folks the Camden native added that he didn't choose to the look to be funny. He said he did it strictly for his this Halloween party. To be funny? What I don't what the fuck. I think it's even more disturbing if you didn't think it was funny. Because I mean, when you look at him, it's literally shoe polish on his face. There's no, there's nothing about it that makes you go, "Now that is a person that took this seriously and tried to look like a black man." Um. He believes the decade-old photo as resurfaced is being spread by an antagonist who is being paid off by his rival in the effort to misrepresent his character. Okay, not misrepresent anything. So unfortunate that local candidates have now resorted to the game, the same type of toxic smear campaigns that have affected the political discourse at a state and national level. We will continue to focus on the issues that address how we can provide a brighter future for families across Kershaw County. Not the black families. Right. Shout out to Randolph yeah um zero to a hundred oh hundred yeah that's a hundred also isn't it amazing that he said misrepresent my character there was no commentary around the picture just this is a picture you took i think it's pretty representative of your character it's not like you know at least with the drake shit drake could come out and be like look it was for this purpose to show da 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 but no you don't have a big i was at a halloween party it wasn't to be funny it was just a thing i did um let's go to the next one rachel dolezal who poses a black woman has been charged with welfare fraud Come on, come on, yeah. Come on. Oh, 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 oh,
see us in the club, just show a little love, represent your side like me. Round here, if you stick, you catch a hot one. Try shot, a couple of them got one. Belvedere in the rear of the club. Up on dubs, and we about to go and buy the bar up. So, so, for sure, we ain't playing. Hang with no lanes, walk and stay What a party at. All of that. Oh, 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 Mm. You want to be black so bad, but you always took the stereotypes. We ain't all doing welfare for art. Where you read that from? Rush Limbaugh? You did it wrong. Shit, we work two or three jobs for we for for a lot of us before we even even get assistance. Lose our job, do it out before we even apply for assistance. I seen your little video on the Netflix. You know damn well you was doing hair in your house without a license. They knew you was getting money, boo. You was on TV with it. Is you dumb? Are, are you dumb? Are you dumb? Why would you do this? <laughs> she was literally like, I wouldn't be getting the buy if it wasn't for black women that still fuck with me for some reason. Probably because ain't nobody else that can do black hair and Spokane. If it, uh, on the cheap for tax free. Come on, you go by the table. You go by Rachel House, hit her with a twenty. She braids your shit up. She know good and damn well the goddamn government was gonna come looking for that money because that's what they always do when you get money under the table like that, cash free, tax free. Then you torn and been on TV and shit. Yeah, your name came up. A black woman could have told you this. A black woman would have been. I hate no boo. No, no you gonna no. have to claim that. You gonna yeah, have to claim, to claim that. that or you gonna have to get off assistance. This house worth a certain amount of money. They gonna know you paying the rent with some money and it's not welfare not enough baby oh ah oh, so good so good Mm-mm-mm. <sighs> welfare fraud <laughs> why most of the time that's who get locked up for it not no brown people not too quick not that we won't do it but the bulk of it it don't be us i bet when she got i bet when she got arrested she was like this is racist okay she was like why i never how dare you arrest this white woman <laughs> you coming honey, to my caucasian home honey she shook her hand all them braids fell out and it went to that one c <laughs> uh, they walked up in our house ma'am you have the right to remain silent uh anything you can you say can be used uh hell to get you in the court of law you had a right to an attorney. Hey, ma'am, don't resist. Stop it right now! This is stupid! <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous! Get! Get out of here! We are adults, and this is ridiculous! Cut the crap! That's exactly what she said when they got up in there. Get! <laughs> like, it was like, no ma'am, we got to arrest you. Rachel, you coming with us. Cut the crap! Mm-mm. 
he stole over eight thousand dollars in food stamps and a hundred dollars in child assistance from august 2015 until last november last no also why y'all still calling her rachel dolas i thought her name was uh mama say mama say the maku Diallo. i mean ain't that what happened did she change her name did she change her name to inkichi amari diallo mm, the federal government is like we're gonna call you what your mama named you mm-hmm. she, she changed her i wonder how many times she spent welfare money to go see the black panther in the theater i know she's seen it about 17 times Mm-hmm. the federal government walked up and they're like what your mama call you cash clay that's what i'm gonna call you <laughs> i'm gonna call you rachel dolezal your mama name you rachel i'm gonna name you rachel i'm gonna call you rachel <laughs> oh man that's how they caught her though they staked oh. out they staked out the theater and waited for her to come out of black panther and all dashikis and shit that's how they caught her come on <laughs> that's how they caught you <laughs> oh man they're marching it was like that's a ghetto mm-hmm. um government gonna take their money honey they is man that's something you don't fuck with you can fuck over a lot of people but you better not fuck over the federal government they gonna say fuck you pay me um from flexor to fraud who is Lil tay a well put together marketing scheme says her consultant she's the nine-year-old instagram wild child who's flexing on most rappers but where did Lil tay come from is she as rich as she says she is or is it just an act according to an interview the insta famous kids being is all strategic a strategic plan to get her to stardom the blast caught up with Lil tay's consultant alex loyalty who acts as a strategist uh wait strategic a strategist for Lil tay's journey to fame loyalty said from the service it's easy for the average viewer reader observer to make the wrong assumption about Lil tay but what they fail to realize is that the independent artist Lil tay can be compared to any other youth artist or entertainer in the entertainment industry loyalty added she's able to have a great greater influence on her content because she promotes herself from her own platform rather than have her exact natural persona written up in the script hired by a talent agency and placed on the television show or movie however footage has been released of tay literally reading off of a script and being coached by her brother to sound ignorant ignorant guys know what that means um she is a little white girl by the way karen in case you wonder okay you weren't wondering okay all right um uh and when she, when she talks about her made-up life in addition to the gangster and violent act as a facade according to loyalty tay is never in harm's way and is always in the presence of guardian security and support somebody they said they thought she was asian um is she oh i don't know you know i don't know who no little tay tay is maybe she is asian i don't know um uh but she does a lot of um she does a lot of those like catch me outside how about that type videos okay mm-hmm. so i mean maybe she's asian and i got the iphone x what y'all broke ass bitches have y'all have iphone 5 and i'll be drinking your college tuition bitch no tape be drinking good I got this Gucci lid roller. This shit cost me six thousand. 
it's called this video's called Lil Tay Exposed. <laughs> they googling the they going to search for the Gucci uh for the whatever that Gucci shit she had to see how much it costs. They said and they said the item wasn't found on Gucci. Who whoever did this is petty as fuck. <laughs> Did Pusha T do this? Say, did Pusha T sponsor this? Pusha T did this. He sponsored this. They Google to find out whatever it was she said. The Gucci lint rollover. She's like, it's not. It don't even exist. You can't Google it. Oh, who took the time to get in this little nine-year-old girl fact checking uh, background? And honey, whose money is you spending? Not yours. Oh my god. And I'll be using it to brush up all your raggedy ass hoes. This iPhone cost me 2,000 bucks. What y'all know about that life? Y'all ain't gonna live it like Lil Tay. Lil Tay money way, bitch. So, yeah. Oh, what the hell was that? That's Lil Tay, Karen. No, thank you. Lil Tay mama lost her job, too. You don't say! Yeah, they found out her mama that you know little tay was out here in these streets acting stupid um <clears throat> so yeah uh little tay is never in harm's way even during the bad bobby hashtag whoa vicky's confrontation at the mall uh which originally was supposed to be a meeting about the artist potentially collaborating they said she wasn't in danger her parents and shit was right there nonetheless loyalty says people have issues with tay because they don't understand her fame is a still developing digital influencer world little tay's future plans include continuing to create motivating and entertaining content artists like rich the kid black youngster chief keith and six nine have reached out to collaborate with the child she's nine these niggas really think these little girls are like pokemon she's nine mm-hmm yep and i think little tay is the one that i got the audio of to just block me when she kind of finally broke down i want to make my mama proud you guys are not doing anything with your life you may not see it but i'm trying to do i'm trying to c- accomplish something and you guys are preventing me from that all y'all haters like i'm trying to accomplish my dreams if you don't like me just block me i didn't do anything to you yeah so zero to a hundred this is a hundred and mm-hmm. all that go to her parents yeah and who, who and whoever's and, over and, co- and coaching her because she's a child mm-hmm. fame is a monster man people want to be famous so bad so they don't, bad they do it through their children and they don't think about how the cost mentally of the, of the on the kids especially in this day and age when everything is recorded and everything is it's filmed and stuff like that like anybody ask that little girl what she really wants to do with her life and at nine does it really matter you're a right. parent guardian you it's your job to protect your kid right you don't know <clears> what <throat> you're going to be and losing your job over the shit like just bad stupid shit by the parents all around and then also the obvious overt part to her not being black and this whole lane of non-black children little girls adopting uh ebonics and making money off of it in a way that no black child would ever be able to capitalize off of come on uh it's completely uh offensive so slap in the face so uh fuck their parents though for putting these kids up to this shit when you don't come from this right nice it's also that other thing be authentic and be you because everybody can see they faking and you know black men's interest in hip-hop you know 
of these little girls it's gonna be a fleeting thing anyway yes it is at some point they're gonna move on to the next trend and it's gonna be these little whack these little girls are born or whack or whatever the fuck are you gonna age out <clears throat> right whatever that magical number is like this shit can't last for so long Mm-mm. especially if you ain't got no real talent last one people aren't all impressed people aren't at all impressed by the reparations happy hour where the white donors give ten dollars to attendees of color oh and i meant to say a hundred for the last one Mm-hmm. an activist in portland oregon is on a mission to get white folks to pay for the historic and systemic uh racial oppression they have caused people of color with reparations happy hour uh cameron witten 27 hosted the first reparations happy hour through the nonprofit brown hope on monday may 21st about 40 black and brown portland residents descended upon local bar backyard social to take in some libations and receive reparations if folks say they want diversity in this community they need to invest in it these spaces are critical and these spaces need to be paid for by white people witten said Witten's cause was possible was possible because of donations from white locals black brown and indigenous attendees were given ten dollars at the door from that pool of donations as one of the whitest cities in the country this event forced portland to come to terms with its racial past by hoping hopefully healing past wounds well, you know how it is man you give me ten dollars bygones is bygones slavery civil rights jim crow it's all water under the bridge as far as my black ass is concerned no it's not that ten dollar shit <laughs> you know what i can do with ten dollars you know what i'm saying she get thank you i guess uh this uh <laughs> crippling uh student debt and uh double oh. double uh double standards on loans housing and employment hey ten dollars i'm straight now the idea of reparations is how do we recognize pain harm and injustice and provide an outlet for healing how do we recognize the emergency of inequality witten said witten asked the first event was a major success uh and witten plans are hosting a monthly reparations happy hour while white people weren't allowed to participate for obvious reasons there were seven white volunteers on hand to ward off white nationalist threats i've seen daily and monthly what it's like to live in a place like oregon which has spectacular spectacular history of creating policies to be a white bohemian utopia witten said if folks are saying they want black brown indigenous people here we're calling on them to pay for that to happen uh he also took a lot of pictures from the event of black and brown people i guess holding up ten dollars Uh, tweeted things like pics from last night's reparation happy hour we had 40 attendees that gave out 400 dollars in cash reparations thank you for everyone who shared donated most importantly gratitude to the black and brown and indigenous people who showed their leadership and participated in reparations work he also said people of color are powerful amazing turnout at brown hope inaugural reparations happy hour event well yeah about well, yeah yeah about 34 people in there witness made a name for himself in portland for his dedication to change some people were more happy to support him than and brown hope others on the other hand thought the event was a joke i'm just happy they gave us a link while helping raise awareness of the event that long time and very effective activist cameron witness doing here in portland uh kendra jones said what in special hell 
reparations happy hour really how about addressing inequalities in pay housing and education you know something that'll make a meaningful difference how about stop shooting and arresting us for just going out about our business trying to live our best life uh uh, ghost of zoo he listened to the show he said this is fucking ridiculous and anyone participating should do some serious soul searching sounds like a failed skit left on the cutting room floor of portlandia pathetic i'm embarrassed for them tell them how you feel somebody Uh, somebody upset not sure if this is real but the optics aren't great having a happy hour for communities battling with alcoholism isn't a good look there are much better ways to have critical spaces um although some have not seen past the drinking uh he has big plans in store this is only beginning we're creating a platform to make sure our leadership is being seen and honored with and said this isn't just we're here to socialize we're here to do the work in a place like portland where our community is so fractured our first step is to bring us back together then from there to organize and mobilize create policies to create justice in our community zero uh zero to 100 karen i give it 25 i mean i guess i mean because that's the thing when it comes to this stuff there's no rules and regulations bring it karen come on on what you can and cannot do to help people come at me come at me karen how you really feel and for me i how do i say it it just needs to be more it needs to be more substance to it you know ten dollars is ten dollars but that's but in the in the scheme of things that's not no money mm-hmm. and also it's one of the things too to where you're having these events and you're still having to deal with somebody protecting you at these events so that's another that's a problem that needs to be addressed too because as you continue to do these events and people begin to hear about these events more white people are going to be angry and start showing up at these events well they got seven people outside to protect it oh seven mm-hmm. up new session oh you even got oh my bad shit let me give me one second i already had added a session mm-hmm. that's on me y'all but uh that, yeah that you know i mean that's that is one way to uh i mean i mean and, and also and to also try to fix it i'm going to i'm gonna go up i'm gonna be about a 50 maybe a 75 because it's one of the things where you don't want to you don't want to knock people's forms of activism because mm. it's not the way that you would do it mm. um and i think a lot of people are real quick to to uh come at and shit on and shut down shit in a lot of activism spaces because they didn't, they didn't come up with the idea or their best friend didn't come up with the idea or their pal didn't come up with the idea so since it didn't come from them or their circles a lot of people will automatically say it ain't shit mm. um, um my thing is that it's one of those things where we'll see what your future plans are for this and what it would turn out to be uh like i said i think i would do that completely different mm-hmm. uh me personally yes yeah, so I, I give it about i give it about a 75 because it does uh it does kind of bother me mm-hmm. um hmm. you make some interesting points uh i think for me i'm not that bothered by it because i would not have gone to some shit like this i wouldn't have either um and i kind of don't get the bigger unless you're gonna unless you're saying everybody that came in there you guys are gonna start working on projects together and this is almost like a meet and greet 
uh, type thing but he said it's an ongoing monthly thing um i mean you know the thing is far be it from me to judge anybody getting money from white people to do black shit right. i mean to be honest like i don't think any of the, the the all the activism shit out there in the world is great but uh i don't think any of it's gonna get us free to be honest because it's a herculean task and there's not enough unity within blackness to make that possible and it's definitely not enough motivation or unity within white people to make it possible nope it doesn't really matter what the events are what any of that shit so if it's what's the difference between um that this motherfucker getting 12 drinks a year and uh you know somebody giving some money to a charity or to to some you know to some other organization nah, i don't care like yeah. to me like it's funny because you're, you're right it depends on how you know if the idea came out of your circle is different and how much trust you have in the people because if you don't trust this dude right i don't know him so i'm not saying i do trust him but Correct. if you don't trust the dude it's just easy to be like man fuck everything fuck what he talking about but if it was somebody i knew that had the same idea where you know people say well black joy is re- revolution and that is revolutionary and that is self-love and if you want to go out relax have a drink and white people pay for it why would i feel bad about that so i could understand that argument of like yeah i you know get paid do your thing who gives a fuck you know so yeah and also it's one of the things where it's different forms of activism mm-hmm. and um you know some people think activism is balls to the walls all the time and it's not and like i said it's one of those things where uh a lot of those spaces it's a lot of beef in those spaces and so a lot of times people don't get along a lot of jealous jealous people are jealous people are petty just like they are in any other groups or circle of people and um it's one of those things where it's not gonna fix the big issues like the Mm. real big issues that actually need to be addressed this right here is a drop in the bucket well like someone said in the chat calling it reparations probably bothers people but reparations is a loaded term that's gonna always bother people people got mad at cynthia nixon for saying reparations when she had a very valid point and she she used it very in the right way and did not say it was for slavery and people still got mad right so maybe you know reparations might be a um might be an issue for people but at the same time i i personally am not bothered by the word reparations if you want to say this is reparations for white white people being racist they gotta give us money we're gonna go out and have a good time i i wouldn't give a fuck yeah. i mean how's that any different than the jamaica retreat kind of idea you know as far as the like is white like people were hating on it from it's white people money and look at these black people going out I'm like but these black they're not like one they're going they're talking they're doing you know all this other stuff like but if even if they're just going just to get away from the fucking like the shit of life for a few days what's wrong with that and i don't think you know and if it's you know we had an hour we had some drinks we talked about black shit we talked about possibly organizing other events uh that were more activist oriented and white people had to pay for it i wouldn't really care about that no and the thing is people do have the right to be mad like like you know there's nothing wrong with criticizing it yeah but my thing is sometimes i question um just living and learning questioning question where does some of the criticism come from is Mm -hmm. it coming from a good place right like 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 what's the foundation of the root of this criticism a lot of criticism of black people's activism and shit is about a lack of trust within our community correct because if you trust somebody it's just like i people 
we have a way of rationalizing and talking around things but the truth of the matter is trust is everything trust is the reason that somebody will let me say a certain joke but somebody else say the same joke and they be like i don't know about this motherfucker but they trust me because they've seen me they've seen what i work they've seen how i talk they've seen the things i do and they go well rod means it this way and i understand and appreciate that and amy schumer means it she could mean it the exact same way i don't know her she don't go here so she gets no leeway from me you know and and that and that's the conundrum of being human you know it's just part of the game and people don't like to talk about that shit because honestly no one likes to feel like they're illogical or they're emotionally motivated or whatever but emotion is part of being human correct and there's certain people that they do shit and i go nope not them and 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 the next person could come along do the same fucking thing and i'm like a genius you know what i mean so you know it's like if nick cannon did this is america video i would have felt differently than i did with donald glover doing it and the same way that donald glover did it uh and people were like i don't really trust him if solange had done the same exact video didn't change a thing it would have been people like a genius is born this is I, like this is what i tried to tell y'all about my girl it just if beyonce had done it like it's the trust is this big underlying factor in black unity and black art and the way we judge shit all the time so i don't know if, if motherfuckers want to go out and have a drink on white people's dollar it really won't change the world good or bad um and as long as you know i mean the white people weren't there which is a, a, a the part of the article i didn't know till you read past the headline so now i'm like even less bothered because right. i'm like Cause, you know because that space matters people really don't understand how peaceful it is to be in a space where white people just almost don't exist right. like you know people you know white people exist but to be in a place where you don't have to look and have to deal with the white gaze and in portland oregon those places are few and far between correct uh and then the other part i would throw out there too because someone in the chat was like yeah i don't trust white people would walk away understanding the moment was symbolic and didn't solve anything here's the thing white people never gonna understand Mm -mm. it doesn't matter like for the for the like us waiting on white understanding to enjoy ourselves is pretty much us hurting ourselves because they're never gonna get it in mass you might have some individuals who get it and maybe the individuals that gave the ten dollars get it maybe maybe they don't you know and maybe that's more labor for everybody involved to have to educate them if they chose to do that i like the idea of give us ten dollars and you know ain't no class to go along with it ain't no fucking i don't have to spend any labor or time for your ten dollars just give me the ten dollars black people gonna go have a great time and hang out in a bar by ourselves with no white people around uh and you're right the bigger the light gets on that the more problems they will start to have come on people start showing up and protesting white people will act like i'm being discriminated against because i can't go to this bar right and be belong to this black people only meeting it's the same as jim crow rep- segregation but for black people um but yeah i don't know i'm it's more salacious than anything the headline is very like attention grabbing but mm-hmm. as far as actual like oh my god i'm so offended i just, i can't muster it up for this it, this yeah. is just okay to me and also when it comes to activism it's a very thankless job mm-hmm. people always always complain about the people that's doing the work and doing the job and dealing with the the abuse and the beatings and the attacks 
people always have something to say about those people even in the quote-unquote Martin luther king days i mean look yeah look at the comments you know to this article like it's four white people being racist like it's like you know you can get mad about it if you want but yeah yeah you got the right to I, I, I refuse to get mad about this shit i mostly just don't care it won't change anything and some niggas got some free drinks the only thing because i can't give it a zero okay i would love to give it a zero the only reason i can't give this a zero i need to know that all the people that had their pictures taken and posted online holding ten dollar bills i need to know that all these people knew that this is what you was gonna do with their pictures yeah because i would be low-key pissed if i showed up for my free ten dollars and this nigga was taking my picture and putting it on the internet like look at how happy these niggas are for ten dollars right nope (laughs) no i says that's not the purpose of why i came (laughs) like i would have been so hot if i came back to twitter and they had my black ass looking like a hostage holding up ten dollar bills what a hostage what did you see these pictures let me put them on the on the screen like some of the people smiling and shit but like some of the people look like hey man what you gonna do with this picture like this woman on the left compared to this person on the right look this woman on the right like the the person on the left is looking like oh looking like hey but for real nigga what you gonna do with this uh <laughs> what's these pictures for you about to put this on instagram twitter like the yeah, person on the going with this like the person on the left look like just ten dollars and the person on the on the right look like i need them ten dollars come on i need every dollar every dollar counts well shit if you ain't gonna use your ten dollars you might I'll as well put it on my it. plate you know what i'm saying i'll take your ten shit i ain't get a car wash come on so yeah i don't know man i don't know put some gas in my tank anyway i, I would get this probably like a 25 this is yeah that's whatever. where i started it went up a little bit like i yeah. I give it about a 50 yeah whatever i've been going up and down with that number yeah i don't i don't really care i'm not at a hundred i don't care that much yeah i don't really care to be honest Mm-mm. and just don't go to the party if you think it's that offensive correct you know what i mean um so it's also funny because like what's the right all of us know what the wrong amount is ten dollars i don't know what the right amount is me either if it was a hundred dollars a person would we be like mm, a good start or would we be like nah still fuck that you know a thousand dollars a person would be like i want to go to that party like what is the number but when it stops being offensive it starts being like you know a nigga could use a good ten dollars shit gas is going up maybe come on come on you, 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 you and you never know and the thing about uh going back to what you were talking about how about white people and them separate from their money at the end of the day uh, white people and their money is is one of those things but that's where the money is so you you like you almost have you have to run a lot of shit through them so yes i'll take your money and and help my community even if you don't understand the purpose of where it's going i mean that's the thing everybody keeps talking about reparations skipping over the fact that it's gonna come from white people come on and no matter how you get it it's coming from white people so all the insecurity we have around that is gonna come with it right because we don't the idea of being getting a handout the idea of will these white people be well meaning enough will they understand will they feel like things are even now will they feel like you drive like, yourself nuts it's yeah. just not worth it and it doesn't matter how you what form you take of it it's still gonna lead some people who may or may not trust your ass whoever coordinated this to be like i don't know if these white people are getting it and i don't know if you got your, the best interest of everyone in mind this is how it works yep, you know because most brown people don't have generational wealth yeah so whatever 
uh all right oh uh, man this is almost two hours already uh you know what uh let's do a little bit of guest of race and then we'll get out of here let's do it now that it's time for some guest of race that's right it's guest of race time now that it's time for some guest of race that's right it's guest of race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course uh, everybody that's playing is racist all right um an anonymous complaint in saint augustine leads to the arrest of two on drug charges an anonymous call to the St. Augustine Police Saturday morning led to the arrest of two people on drug possession. Police say they responded to the parking lot of South Dix- on South Dixie Highway and found three people sitting in a car. The people in the car consented to a search and police say they found drug paraphernalia and a substance that tested positive for crystal meth. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. what we're doing? I only have uh, the pictures of two of them. They are the same race. Douglas Nickerson, Nicholson, wait, Douglas Nickerson and Crystal Methvin. Huh. Karen, guess the race. What an unfortunate name. Uh, white, that street. <laughs> the name of that street. Don't know the white folks live in that street. South Dixie. All right, let's take the chat room and see what they mean, what they believe. Not Methman. White, white, meth head, Carrie, Mary, and Matt, white, white, cut the crap, white, black, Heisenberg, uh, blue, white, I'm method bitch who lives for drama. I'm a method bitch who lives for drama. Oh, oh shit. White, white, white. They changed their name to what they love. White, white. Crystal meth. White. Meth usually equals white. The correct answer is white. How are you born crystal methvin or do you change your name to crystal methvin I, I, I don't know that's a, that's a good question i don't know i just don't want it to be no have you met my friend have you met my friend crack e pipe uh crack <laughs> introduce yourself to the man <laughs> hey man my name is hair ron okay because i don't want it to be no fucking mysteries all right no mysteries take me straight to jail don't even pretend do not pass gold do not collect two hundred dollars mm-hmm. <laughs> have you met my friend larceny and <laughs> breaking the entering what the fuck uh let's see a sidwell mo- woman who stole an identity and copied linkedin uh resume oh shit not the whole resume to land a six-figure job gets 10 years in prison oh shit uh, six to get your ten. A well woman who was convicted in April of stealing another woman's identity to get a six-figure job as a human resources manager has been sentenced to ten years in prison. Yeah, she got in there. It was like, "Ma'am, you are not qualified." According to a news released uh, from the twenty-second Judicial District Attorney's Office, prosecutors plan to ask a judge to sentence forty-one-year-old Cindy White under the state's multiple offender laws, which could increase her prison sentence to twenty years. Woo, multiple. Mm-hmm. The jury found White guilty of theft of identity over a thousand dollars on April eighteenth. After hearing trial testimony 
that white lifted the resume off an unsuspecting woman with a similar name on a networking site linkedin the credentials on the resume including a bachelor's degree from tulane university and a master's from hebrew university in jerusalem helped white land a job in september 2015 as a human resources manager at the covenant office in diversified foods and seasonings oh that was like uh can you speak hebrew white started at a salary of ninety five thousand dollars a year hmm Oh, for somebody else's resume they was, was like ma'am is this kosher i don't know that was, <laughs> that was that's for, how she lost that job it was promoted five months later to a senior human resource director at one hundred and five thousand dollars. good god so i mean i feel like if i got promoted y'all shouldn't be able to to fire me i mean obviously i did the job good enough to get ten thousand more dollars come on ten thousand more between october 9 2015 and may 6 2016 the white fraudulent collected fifty six thousand two hundred and nine dollars in salary from diversified foods since white's conviction last month three additional companies reached out to the district attorney's office to report that they too were scammed by white the prominent the prominent eye clinic in the metropolitan area provided an affidavit confirming that white was hired august 16 2016 as a medical practice manager with an annual salary of sixty five thousand dollars a month she was later uh a month a a month after she got the job karen she asked for a seven thousand dollar raise did she get it by then the clinic's medical director had noticed deficiencies in wife's performance and demanded improvement in several areas she was terminated november 28 2016 i told you they started asking her questions about the book and she was like nah, i don't know how you gonna fake an eye clinic an eye clinic dog they using all the all the terminology about the iris and shit and you looking at them like mm-hmm. who lasik was getting fucked up fucked up dog um i don't know so how you turn this thing on ah right <laughs> hold on hold on hold on i can figure oh, no. it out i can figure it out i think uh, i got it all right now this might hurt a little bit don't uh hold on wait uh i'm gonna go get the doctor real quick i gotta ask some questions so you said turn it on then move to the to the now what exactly is an ocular nerve come on is that in the back or the front come on she be fucking people up they be like um are you on uh youtube are you in my eye did she just change the subject every time they ask something like particularly def- difficult you know what she did well first you need to check out the iris speaking of checking out the iris did you watch the flash this week okay it was so good oh my goodness well now i know you're lying because you ain't watched the flash if you think it's good um ain't that the truth so then um uh she also worked at the museum moma museum of art new oh shit she got the art job too yeah the new orleans museum of, of art the noma i'm sorry noma and had hired uh white as a human resources manager on june 6 2012 just a month after she was hired she asked for a raise oh so she got a that's her move <laughs> Well, White failed to provide proof of her claim credentials, including the MBA from Emory University's and the SPHR certification. She was terminated January 29th, 2013. Oh, the art people was like, um, yes, ma'am, we're gonna, we, we're gonna need verification on this because we fancy, so we don't take nobody in here bullshit with the Mona Lisa, no ma'am. But Karen, you don't understand. She got the job. Ah! She asked for a raise. That's when they checked her credentials. Oh, so she could have still been working there she just didn't she get shut up 
after she was fired white even got an attorney to send a letter to noma on her behalf threatening legal action based on her accusation that she had been wrongfully terminated white also applied for unemployment which was contested by noma but ultimately granted by the louisiana workforce commission she also applied for disability money from the social security administration and fraudulently claimed that her noma salary had been subsidized gail as as of noma testified to sentencing a third company a new orleans-based architectural firm also provided an affidavit that white had interviewed for an office manager position uh even as she awaited the trial in the diversified food case this happened february 24 2018 oh shit she walked in there. i'm a hustler baby <laughs> i just want you to know <laughs> it ain't where i've been but what i'm about to go top hey, of the world hey can i get that raise can i get that raise and <laughs> be who i am i know Thomas, she got that 30 day rule that 30 day rule ain't no drop 30 days time for that race oh my god she had that music playing i thought i was like what the fuck that music playing for poop, poop, mm-hmm. poop, poop. she was getting it what um, so yeah she tried to get a job 2018 she was interviewing as she was awaiting trial for lying on her resume i didn't know you go to jail for lying for your res- on your resume you know what i, I know people do this but I, I, my black ass, I know they'll check. I'm like, look, if I ain't qualified, you, everybody here know I'm not fucking qualified. A representative for the architectural firm told Assistant District Attorney Casey Deek, who uh, prosecuted the case, that White's resume and interview was so impressive that she didn't get the job because she was deemed overqualified. What? That's how good the interview was. They said, you, you, know can, what? you too good for this job. She, and the thing is, she must got charisma you know you know how some people got charisma where they can almost bullshit their way through anything mm-hmm. and some people got charisma they can bullshit their way through fucking anything and she got something about her she got to because she wasn't qualified so that she don. got something about her mm-hmm. that just made everybody go "Ooh, we can't get a job that don draper diversified foods officials grew suspicious and began looking into her background she was unable to perform basic tasks within the education level and experience listed on her resume upon basic task upon closer inspection of white's personnel file company officials found discrepancies that ultimately helped them uncover the fraud white was terminated may 2016 in addition to stealing victim the victim's resume investigators discovered that white had also been able to obtain the victim's social security number (gasps) and driver's license through an unspecified site online what investigators also learned that white had been arrested as an employee of the orleans parish sheriff's office in new orleans in february 1997 for theft forgery and malfeasance in office where there she assumed a co-worker's identity and emptied the victim's bank account before being identified by surveillance photos white pled guilty on two counts of forgery september 27 1997 and was placed on probation but court records indicate her probation was terminated in 1999 because the court received information that white was deceased what oh my god your fave could never could never she was like i'm riding around i'm getting it i'm, I'm riding, riding around, around i'm getting, getting it. it what <laughs> it's mine i spend it no it's yours i, I spend it, it. <laughs> and yours i, I spend it. it i got some of yours too i spend, I spend it. it and i'm riding around and i'm getting it mine i ain't got nothing <laughs> oh man oh mm-hmm. my god oh my god <laughs> oh what is yes. happening here mm-hmm. that's what happens karen walk around popping flavor dripping sauce everywhere come on she dripped too much sauce anytime i step out i'm popping flavor i'm dripping sauce they already know i'm coming through shutting it down 
I just want my man to be a reflection of that. Like, I, when they see him, I, can he be the, the Kanye to my Kim? Mm-hmm. Come on! Um, White previously also pled guilty in Jefferson Parish to attempted theft of goods. December 4th, 1998. Guess the race of, what was her name? Uh, Cindy White. Cindy White is white, cause I clear if if this is a nigga or anybody brown, my black ass gonna be shocked. This is a white woman. Lashine, Lashine White was confused by the seasoning's white. <laughs> Diversified food seasoning department is like, yeah, you are underqualified, ma'am. <laughs> uh, she couldn't even do basic tasks like putting mortar, salt, and pepper on things. <laughs> white another scamming ass white woman white becky better better call becky with the scamming ass white the rachel dole is our cousin white push your t expose her to white (laughs) 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 you are forging a resume uh knew she could get further using her white privilege than shaniqua's resume than shaniqua who was qualified and was right and was right white moving movie star and charlize theron already in the works white she couldn't have stolen a black or brown woman's resume and gotten a six-figure salary without a background check so ho white come on white cindy lou who white whitey and now she's going to write the book watch meanwhile keisha's resume is on third round of enhanced review but cinderella snow white waltzes in like a disney princess and lands every gig come asking, on asking for a raise a month after starting the job and getting it miss white is white her name says it all white sweet jesus vanilla ice cream white <laughs> bold ass black woman asian uh says somebody white go straight to jail do not pass go white the correct answer is and uh most of y'all said white one person said a black woman one person said asian uh if you guessed white or asian you are wrong what come on nigga To the one person <laughs> the one person who said black eve <laughs> you get the golf clap you get the golf clap on that one. Oh my god i know she was a black woman she was dancing on them niggas i know cindy was out here cindy white shit is david her name me right now she is a legend come on a legend at the bank the sheriff's office come on the mugshot place i mean she all time the best all time of all time a hall of famer come on on, on, on guess the race you go down in history i wouldn't have believed it if i didn't what? see it my goddamn self i was like niggas ain't gonna be dancing like that mm-hmm mm-hmm uh all right uh you know what no bonus round that's enough <laughs> what the hell what the hell my story was an adventure sore ratchetness <laughs> everybody go home and just think about your life I, i'm 
I'm not doing it right, apparently. <laughs> That's your assignment for the day. Get your life together. Sydney believes. She said, uh, I ain't gonna let being black stop me from honey, nothing. Honey, she was dreaming like a white woman. Y'all need to all start using your name to Google other people motherfucking resumes on LinkedIn and and get your life, okay? Come on. Spruce up your shit. How they gonna prove it's not you? If they Google, it's gonna be on there. <laughs> uh um man slashes vehicle tires with sword and saltney sound like he was a salty (laughs) 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 the man was arrested after slashing the tires of vehicles with a weapon on a street in saltney flitshire cheshire and north wales alliance armed policing unit said officers were called to help arrest the man in the early hours of saturday it said three tires were slashed and the windscreen of a car was also damaged the arrested man remains in custody hmm. all right watch your tires guys people with swords ain't got nothing else to do with their life they just out here fucking up people cars all them people oh, gotta man, get insurance call triple a all this shit because a motherfucker had a sword and was unregulated come on all right guys we'll be back uh later on this week saturday for feedback friday morning should be balls d sports uh so we'll see y'all for that until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.